Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you experience an overwhelming accumulation of stressors in your life, your limbic system, which is a part of your brain, and your nervous system running throughout your body often misinterpret this growing accumulation of stress as being imminent mortal danger. And sometimes when that happens, you may experience what's called a freeze response, which is a basic shutdown of motor activity in an attempt to keep you safe. Your body thinks you're being chased or pursued by some predator or threat, and it's trying to help you be still and silent and stay hidden. If there's an actual mortal threat out there, the freeze response can be tremendously helpful and it can save your life. If the so-called threat is actually an accumulation of social stressors, life stressors, or just a general sense of being overwhelmed, then the freeze response becomes a complete liability. Because when you have, when you are buried under a massive to-do list, the last thing you can afford is to be shut down. This is incredibly frustrating and there's no obvious way out of it. There is a hack, if you will, and it involves using the dopamine pathway. I'm going to teach you that hack today and I'm going to go into a lot more detail. So hopefully by the end of this video, you will know exactly what to do the next time you feel shut down. Welcome back to the Psychology of Depression and Anxiety. I'm your host, Dr. Scott. I'm a licensed, full-time practicing clinical psychologist. And my passion is helping people who have been really, really beaten down by life. I intentionally seek out the, the so-called hardest cases that I can find because those are the people I enjoy working with the most because there's been a period of time in my life, a long period of time in my life when I would have been in that category of people and no one knew how to help me. And I know how isolating and hopeless and miserable that space feels. And I want to help as many people as possible get out of it. And I've reached my limit of how many people I can help face to face in my practice a long time ago, hence social media. So that being said, have you ever worked for somebody or with somebody who just did not appear to appreciate you at all? Like a boss, for example, who just doesn't only sees your mistakes. Like if you screw something up, this person would be on you like that, right? But if you do a really good job or even just a decent job, they just don't really have anything to say to you. And, you know, I said, boss, this really could be a lot of different types of people. This could be a parent. This could be a, a, a romantic partner. It could be a teacher, it could be a coach, but there are a lot of people in life who only seem to notice us when we're making mistakes. And otherwise we kind of fly under their radar. In other words, basically you're either perfect 
or you're invisible. Those are pretty much your two options when dealing with this person. If you you either meet expectations or you're failing, you know, you don't really get any praise, any congratulations, any appreciation. Your your best case scenario in a system like that is to just get no feedback whatsoever, to just be completely ignored. So if you have been in any situation like that, again, whether it was a job, relationships, a home, an education system, how motivated were you? Like long-term, how long did that last? Because the thing about that is sometimes at first, during very, very short periods of time, sometimes that really intense, harsh management style can light a fire under us for a little bit. But if you've ever been in a situation like that for a prolonged period of time, what you probably noticed is you started to shut down. Your motivation started to decline rapidly because it didn't feel like anything you did mattered. Because you would either get punished and want to hide and run and become invisible, or you would be invisible. Those are the only two possible outcomes of your actions and your effort and your hard work in a system such as that. And long-term, it is not a system that gets the best work out of people. It's also not a system that makes people happy. So you have poor quality of work and poor quality of life wrapped up into one dysfunctional management style. Why on earth am I talking about management? Because you are the manager of your life. The person who is in charge of managing you in your daily affairs, your management of mental health, for example, is you. We're going to come back to that shortly. There are only two reasons that a human being does anything. Reason number one is to move away from a punishment. So when there's some aversive or unpleasant stimuli that will occur if we do something or if we don't do something, we feel motivated to try to get away from that thing. Like no one likes getting an F, for example, uh, on a paper. Uh, the teacher might make fun of you. Your classmates might make fun of you. Your parents might give you a hard time. So there, there's all these punishments that occur when we don't perform well. And we don't like those punishments. So we try to perform well to move away from them. The other reason that a human being will do something is to move closer to a reward, to try to achieve some desired outcome. For example, most of us only go to work because we're paid. Like there's a, a few people out there and I actually am fortunate enough to count myself as one of them. If there were some way that I could do my job for free and, and my family's taken care of and I still have health insurance and all that, I would do my job for free because I, I love what I do. But I know that I'm really, really blessed to have that. I know I'm very fortunate. I know most people do not have that. Um, for a lot of my life, I've not had that, you know, like almost everybody out there, I've worked retail, I've worked all those other jobs, right? I know that most people only go to work for the paycheck, or at least primarily go to work for the paycheck. There might also be, you know, some socializing and stuff like that in there. But if your company, you know, whoever you work for, if your company went bankrupt and they said, we're going to try to pull ourselves out of this, will you stay on for free? You know, indefinitely. We don't know when we're going to have money again. We don't know when we're going to be able to pay you again. It might be never. Um, will you stick around and just try to help us turn this around? And if we turn this around, you just get your normal paycheck like you did before. You don't like become the CEO or anything. No one's going to do that, right? I mean, there's you're not going to do your job without the reward of that paycheck at the end of the day or week or month or whatever. 
We don't do things for very long if there isn't some type of reinforcement system in place. We are mammals. It's important. I, I know I'm not blowing your mind with that revelation, but human beings are mammals. And the reason that so many psychological studies are performed on mammals like dogs and rats and stuff like that is because their brains and reward pathways and nervous systems are not that different from ours. We are not that much more complicated than Pavlov's dogs. So two reasons a person can do something, moving away from a punishment or moving towards a reward. It's crucial that you understand these two things for getting yourself out of a freeze response. Most people, when they're trying to get themselves out of a freeze response, do so by threatening punishment. That is also, unless you have, in, it, maybe you're blessed with some wonderfully psychologically savvy people in your life. But if not, that's probably also what other people do to try to get you out of a freeze response. They threaten punishment. They tell you how screwed up your life is going to be. You know, if you stay in bed, you, you can't miss one more day of work. You've called in too many days already. They're going to fire you if you stay home one more day. You're going to fail your classes. Your friends are going to bail on you. This is, this is what people do. And this is what our own brains do when we start to shut down is we start to threaten ourselves listing all the bad stuff that will happen if we continue in the freeze response as if we can just scare ourselves out of something that we got scared into at evernorth health services we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best it's possible Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It will not work. Reward is a more effective motivator than punishment. Punishment is less effective than reward for trying to get a human being to do something. This is also true for other mammals. Most of you listening to this probably at some point in your life have had a dog. When you're trying to train a dog, I know this is a crude metaphor, but when you're trying to train a dog, what is more effective, reward or punishment? If you give a dog a treat every time it does something well, it will quickly learn if I want more treats, which I do because I'm a dog, I have to keep doing that thing. If you discipline a dog through punishment, it, it will learn, don't get me wrong, but typically when the reinforcement is more punishment rather than reward, what happens is our minds start to look for loopholes. We try to look for ways we can avoid the punishment without changing the behavior. We, find, we try to find the ways around it. And often with punishment, there is a way around it. With reward, there's no way around it. You want this reward, you have to do the thing, okay? The third, I kind of tricked you here. There's actually three possibilities. And the third is both punishment and reward. Bad things will happen if I do not do this. 
good things will happen if I do this. If you have awareness of both simultaneously, that is the strongest reward structure for human behavior. So I know that so far this might have kind of seemed all over the place. I'm going to tie it all together now. And we're going back to this idea that the manager of your life is you. And so the person who is in charge of setting up this internal punishment or reward system is you. In my previous video on the freeze response, I said, do the smallest thing you can think of and celebrate yourself. And many people said, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means to celebrate myself, which if I can just pause for a moment on that. That's heartbreaking. Like that really, it's not the point of this video. I'm not going to get too into my feelings on this. Okay. But the fact that no one in your whole life has ever taught you how to celebrate for yourself when you do something well, that's awful. So if you were one of the people in the comments who said, I don't know how to do that. I just, I'm so sad for you because if you don't know how to do that, you're completely at the mercy of the world. You're completely at the mercy of the world to tell you if you did a good job or not. And I don't need to tell you this, but I'm going to say it anyway. The world is not fair. The world will overlook you. The world will misjudge you. The world will misunderstand you. You do amazing things every day that nobody knows about. And the only person who has the opportunity to celebrate those things is you. Okay, I'm done with my soapbox for a moment there. So how do you actually do this? Here's the way I learned how to do this. And I am I randomly stumbled across this one day. Like this was just a, a gift my brain gave me, I guess. It's given me a lot of uh, not so great gifts. So I'll, I'll take the good ones when I can get them. I was watching a lot of football at the time. This was early 2000s. So this was back when um, those of you who are football fans, you'll know this reference right away. There used to be a, a football announcer named John Madden. And the thing that was kind of unique about John Madden is he was a former player and a former coach. A lot of football announcers before John Madden were just announcers. They were just like entertainment professionals, basically. This guy knew football like nobody else. And so the cool thing about John Madden is he could make you appreciate things that look like nothing. So if you ever watch football, you know, like those big flashy plays that you see on, on SportsCenter and whatnot are actually fairly uncommon. There's a lot of mundane moments in football, or at least what look like mundane moments, like quarterback hands the ball to the running back. It's a three yard gain. And as a casual observer watching it, you're like, that was, that was kind of boring. That wasn't like, this is not holding my attention right now. But John Madden would say, hold on a minute. And he would zoom in the camera on like one lineman's footwork on a three yard run. And he would show you Something amazing just happened right there. And, and you would miss it because you don't have the knowledge. You, you don't have the in-depth knowledge of the game of football that John Madden does. He has the ability to appreciate all the little things that go into something that looks very normal and mundane and show you, you just missed something incredible right there in that moment. I want you to be the John Madden of your life. I want you to it, it basically be your own biggest fan, not in an overly cheesy way, but just in a legitimate appreciative way. I want you to notice every single thing that you do well in your day. Every single thing. And 
I would add, sometimes doing something well is not doing something. This is the absence of a behavior. If you have struggled with certain behaviors in the past, if you've struggled with addiction, if you've struggled with impulsive sexual behavior, if you've struggled with shopping or gambling, any moment that you are not doing those things, you're doing something worth appreciating. If you have a history of self-harm, if you have a history of eating disorders, and you are not at this moment engaging in disordered eating or self-harm, you are doing something worth celebrating literally right now. Like pause this video and John Madden yourself for a second because you deserve it. Because you are succeeding at something right this very moment. And it's so easy to overlook these things. I want John Madden in your head all day long, seeing everything and getting so excited about it that no normal person would ever understand. Look at those, look at how straight those vacuum lines are. That is a work of art right there. He microwaved that hot pocket the exact right amount of seconds. No cheese is leaking out of that pastry. This is the kind, of, I know it sounds, I know, I know it sounds kind of stupid, right? Try it. Seriously, try it. I am not kidding when I tell you that this changed my life. And if you don't do this, so much of what you do in a day will go unappreciated for two reasons. One, other people are all fighting their own battle. And I'm not saying like, I know that some of you listening to this have been treated horribly by other people, okay? I'm not excusing anything. All I'm saying is, Everyone has their own stuff going on. No one can actually observe you all day long and appreciate everything you do well. It, it's impossible. Like that's why it's such like for married people, especially people that have been married a long time. That's why it's such a universal struggle that we feel unappreciated by our partners. It is impossible for your partner to fully appreciate you because they weren't with you all day. And chances are Monday through Friday, you and your partner spend the majority of, the, of that time apart. They cannot appreciate what they did not see. Now, even if, let, let's say you both live together at home and like you both work at home or something like that. Even if you're with someone all day long, they still cannot appreciate you the way you deserve and the way you need to be appreciated because so many of the most important things that you do are completely inside of you. They are completely invisible to other people. Nobody knows what you're thinking. Nobody knows what you're feeling. Nobody fully understands your history. Like maybe you wanted to die today and you decided not to. Does anyone know that? Probably not. Only you can celebrate that. Only you can appreciate that. The John Madden in your head is the only person, unless you tell someone about it, who's going to be able to say, I see what you did today. I know what you were thinking about. I know what you're considering. I just want you to know, I think you made a good choice. And I'm glad you're still here. Only you can do that. No one knows the battles you face every day. Because probably 90% of them only happen up here. And do not get expressed to other human beings. And so if you want to really feel appreciated for all the hard work you do every day, you have to be a good manager of yourself. You have to see it and you have to say it to yourself, at least in your mind. Some people say it out loud. Some, I don't go that far, but I would not judge anyone who does. 
Do it in whatever format works best for you. Count every victory, at least at first. Now, I know that might sound like ridiculous and exhausting. And you're like, how, if I do, if I spend that much time thinking about what I'm doing, I won't have time to actually be functional. It won't have to be like this forever. Remember, this is for getting out of a freeze response. This is when functionality is low anyway. As you start to dig your way out, what will happen is John Madden will just automatically live in your head. Not in a weird or an annoying way, but you will start, if you can be consistent with this, you will start to develop a genuine appreciation for yourself. And you won't have to consciously notice every victory because your subconscious mind will start to think this way as well. These habits, these mental habits I'm teaching you, this celebration, this appreciation, this acknowledgement of the tremendous effort you put forth to try to keep existing every single day, it will start to sink in and you will start to develop an automatic appreciation for these things. So you, you will not have to live this way forever. You will not have to consciously appreciate yourself forever. But it's very clear to me that many of you have never even started to do that. I do not blame you for that. If no one ever showed you how, that's not your fault. And maybe you didn't randomly get a John Madden in your head like I did. I still don't know where that came from. I'm very, very grateful that he decided to appear on that particular day because it was, it was a dark day for me. And it was while I was vacuuming, by the way. That vacuuming example, that was the actual, like I actually heard John Madden in my head commenting on my vacuuming. And I just kind of went from there. I hope that this has helped. I tried to flesh my ideas out a little bit, but as always, this is an ongoing collaborative work between me and all of you. So if this still is not seeming to click for you and you've tried everything I've said so far and you're still stuck in a freeze response, please let me know in the comments and there'll be a part three. I'll make a part four. I'll, I'll make a part 73 if I have to. We will keep going until we figure this out. Fair enough. I'll see you next time. Take care.